What's up guys, this is Mike coming at you with the Fly Pod Season 2, Episode Number 2. And today is Wednesday, April the 22nd. I'm recording everything at night and uh, we're set to release this on Thursday, April the 23rd of 2020. Good to be back with you guys. I titled this episode of the Fly Pod, Regular Season Uncertainty Take 2. You know, we filmed a, an episode with Alex and Eric about a month ago. Uh, it was just really when the, this pandemic of coronavirus and COVID-19 have uh, was just beginning, and now we've uh, been a few weeks into it now. We're more used to quarantine life, unfortunately, but, you know, we got to keep the troops alive and keep the troops happy with another uh, episode of the Fly Pod tonight. So uh, what my plan is, is to give a little update about what I'm hearing from the commissioners and my prediction for what softball might look like this season, still holding out hope that there will be some uh, type of softball going on in 2020. And then joining me via Zoom is going to be two of my favorite Michaels. Michael Gerb and Michael Kiley will be joining me uh, for a player interview and uh, it turned out really great. Uh, was able to use Zoom to do it in order to increase the audio quality. Uh, it turned out great. Well, let's start talking about the uncertainty of the regular season. You know, we sit here today, uh, all April the 23rd, and, you know, we have a stay-at-home order till uh, April the 30th. And, you know, in all of my research and my uh, paying attention to the news, uh, it's very likely that that will be extended into the month of May uh, with perhaps some different, uh, you know, certain... Uh, changes to certain businesses and maybe allowing more people in the stores while still following social distancing. Um, so in Illinois, and especially for us living in a large metropolitan area like the Chicagoland area, um, you know, I, I believe that our stay-at-home order will most likely go uh, well into May and uh, perhaps even into June. Uh, we'll see. Uh, my updates from the commissioners from both uh, park districts, and obviously they want to get out there too. Uh, they want the money, uh, but more importantly, I think they just want to you know give everybody what they want. And that's a season of softball, and of course that's what we all want too. But we want to make sure that it's safe and that it's uh, you know going to keep us all healthy if we head out there. Uh, the email updates that I got from commissioners uh, in Arlington Heights, they were talking about potentially starting the season in July. Uh, Morton Grove. Uh, emailed us captains and said that, you know, perhaps they were sh shooting for a June start date. Um, June, I, I don't believe, is a realistic uh, start date for us this year, just because I do think our stay-at-home order is going to go well into May. Um, I just don't see it as a realistic possibility for us to open up uh, in June. Best case scenario, I'm still thinking maybe July, maybe mid-July, perhaps August. Um, maybe this year it will have to be you know, a hybrid of a fall, summer season, just a one, one uh, regular season of 2020 softball. But hey, I know all of you guys and myself included, we would we just want to get out there and play. So whatever we're able to do, as long as it's safe and healthy, you know, we're going to be willing to do it. And I was able to talk with Gerb and Kylie about, you know, once we get the green light on the season, I'll, I'll reach out to everybody and see where they're at in terms of, you know, if they're comfortable playing um, you know, comfortable uh, going out and, and being in close contact with people. Because um, I know that, you know, this is sometimes bigger than softball and it will take uh, some adjusting, uh, some time adjusting to, to, to the new normal. Uh, but just so you guys know, 
Uh, I will definitely keep everybody in the loop about what's going on. I'm definitely going to keep up on the fly pod. It's really good to keep in touch with, uh, you know, the, the members of the infield flies and to have some conversations and catch up, see everybody in quarantine. But um, definitely we'll have at least a monthly update while we're in quarantine from the fly pod. Now it's time to listen in on a player interview that I was able to have via Zoom with Michael Kiley and Michael Gerb. It turned out great. Let's check it out. All right, and joining me live via Zoom is Michael Gerb and Michael Kiley, two of my favorite Michaels. We've got a team full of Michaels here on the infield flies. It's good to be with them on Zoom. How's it going, guys? How's quarantine like? Oh, it's um, somewhat painful, a little bold, but I kind of think I was built for quarantine, actually, you know, video games and, uh, you know, whatnot. I was not so much built for it. Uh, it's okay. Not losing my mind yet, but for people that have little ones who had to parent them and do their own job, it's it's got to be tough. Yeah, for sure. I, I mean, it's something that none of us could have expected. I know, Gerby, like you said, people with kids are going through through a tough time. I know my sister texts me all the time about how she's at her wit's end. So, um, <laughs> you know, for us over here in Mount Prospect, you know, life's fine, but certainly would rather have normal life, you know, and we're mourning the loss of opening day, which would have been uh, about two weeks from, from yesterday. Oh, what's today? Wednesday? Two, eh, 16 days from now. Uh, but, you know, I've been missing BP with the whole crew and it's, uh, it's been tough to adjust to. Uh, but let's just talk a little bit about our background. You know, we grew up in Lincolnwood all together, been buds for a long time. I know Gerby, we were back in first grade together. Kylie, I think the first uh, cohort we were in was maybe third grade together. So we go way back. Um, and, you know, when we started the, the team, I, I put in our notes here that there was a master plan. And that was uh, to have, you know, Kylie, you be a part of this. So um, how, how's your experience been thus far of being an infield flyer? I think you joined us in the fall of 2018, if I'm not mistaken, uh, as your first year. But how, how have things been going so far? Yeah, yeah. No, I, I was hardcore missing out on, on all that action when I lived away. Uh, I, I was trying to remember, what, what years did we play that, uh, that men's baseball league? That had to be like... Uh, that was a yeah. long time ago. Yeah. It was like um, summers in college, right? We were like 19, 20, or 21, yeah. I thought we were... No, were, were we, we were just out of college, weren't we? Oh, no, maybe we were still in college. I, don't I can't know. remember. So I hadn't, I hadn't played anything competitive, really, honestly, since that time before, before infield flies. So it was, it was honestly kind of hard getting into the swing of things again, you know, just like not really having that competitive edge for that long. And then, you know, trying to get back into it and having that, that really the mental aspect of the game, you know, I, I feel like physically it was more or less easy to get back into it. But really, yeah, just like being back out in the field and, you know, just remembering basic things like cutoffs and where am I supposed to be and all those things. That was definitely an adjustment. I honestly feel like I'm still doing it. It's funny because it used to be second nature, but now it's like, am I in the right spot? Someone, I need someone to yell at me right now. <laughs> yeah, well, man, you hit, you hit the ground running when you came onto the squad. I mean, your offensive production has been great i don't have numbers in front of me because i didn't pull them i mean you know i'm the statistician for the, the flies but you came in and, and hit with a lot of power off the bat which was just awesome because you know I, I think you know we have a good hitting ball club but to have you be kind of like an above average hitter just in even in your first season uh was an awesome addition i know we love having you out there and, and yeah I, I totally agree in terms of like having to know where you're at for certain uh 
defensive plays and whatnot. Like it's, there's definitely a mental side of it. Um, Cause like, I feel like the flies are, are a good, a good balance of like fun and competition. You know, we, we do want to win, but at the end of the day, it's just about having fun. Um, but still, like if I'm ever out of place, I, I feel pretty dumb and I'm like, Oh man, I should have had my head in the game. But yeah, same goes for me, man. If I'm ever out of place, just yell at me and, and get me to where I need to be. But Gerby, we kind of talked about last season on the fly pod about, you know, you being one of the original four. Um, l- let me ask you about your glove because you have inquired of some infield fly some advice about a glove. Uh, so is there a new addition to the Gerb family that's coming in, in the form of a glove? Uh, there is no new addition to the Gerb family um, due to a glove uh, and in the form of a glove either because uh, I have not made that purchase yet. I know you guys gave me some input. Many of you were supportive. Some of you weren't. Alex, you know who you are. Um, but uh, I'm, I'm looking for an Akona for sure because uh, I've had their glove for like the last two, two different ones over the last 10 years. Um, and I think it's a great product. You know, their, their glove, their leather doesn't really rip at all. It just wears out minimally, but it's not a, not a problem really at all. So I'm looking into one for them from them for sure. Uh, just have to still decide on which two. It comes down to the look essentially. That's all. Yeah, we talked about customizing it with some, you know, purple flare on it, custom number five. That would be pretty dope. But yeah, man, th- those are some investments. I know I bought um, my Nakona from Alex last year, and it, like he gave me a good deal on it too. Um, but it's it's certainly an investment, but definitely a good glove. Uh, keep us posted on how that that shopping's going because I'm trying to not spend money on softball stuff, but that's always <laughs> kind of like difficult yeah. for me. So Kylie, tell us a little bit about, I, you know, it fascinates me that you are a podiatrist. And I, I remember that um, during the Gravediggers playoff game, you know, the other team had like a, a horrible injury and you ran over there because you, you know, you're a medical doctor, man. And that, that's pretty awesome. So like what in your practice and the scope of, let's say a fly gets injured, what would be right in your wheelhouse as like a, oh snap, I'm a podiatrist. Like this is an injury right up my alley. Like what, what would that look like? <laughs> I, I've kind of been surprised that all the games we've played every, you know, I don't know, I guess I'm almost expecting that to happen at some point, hopefully for none of our players, but well, hopefully for no one really. But yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I guess just in general, my practice is, you know, anything foot and ankle related. Yeah. I mean, I guess just any, you know, general run of the mill, obviously, I think mostly really all you would see hopefully it would be, you know, sprains, those types of things. I'm trying to think of even since, you know, I've been in training and, and since I've been done, if I've had anyone come in with a softball injury, I honestly do not think I've had that. Obviously a lot of basketball. I honestly don't think I've had anyone tell me they've had a softball injury. You know, our practice, we do, you know, any foot and ankle trauma, really, you know, the majority, honestly, lately of, of what I've been doing, especially just having passed the the winter months is, you know, we, we treat a lot of ankle fractures. So um, hopefully that's nothing that we see. I think it most is- injuries from softball are coming from the fingers, right, Gerb? Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking to two uh, mallet victims here, Michael. Yep. So. Oh, yeah, both of you guys. That's right. Yep. Well, it, it is funny that you mentioned it, though. Just like in context, sometimes when those things happen, you're like, you're, you know, my mind isn't thinking about, those types of, you know, I'm, I'm in the game, I'm, you know, out there having a good time and you're like, Oh, 
shit, someone got hurt. Like, yeah, I, I might be able to help. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Definitely. Definitely. It's a different mentality, team doctor versus, you know, the player that you are, <laughs> sure. for sure. All right, let's jump into the flyby. So I tried to think of some new questions for the flyby. You know, everybody loves this part. It's just kind of a fun way. Uh, and, and, you know, we, we ask the questions, but then it, it generally sparks a conversation, which is the point. So um, I'm going to start out with most memorable moment as a fly, but then I want to share, Kylie, my favorite moment of you as a fly is your what I call your nonchalant grand slam. And that's when we were playing at Mellis this past summer. And we, we had a great season at, uh, at Mellis. You know, we took the championship home. And Kylie, you're a big part of that squad, uh, even though you weren't on the official roster per se, but you subbed in a majority of games. And I remember you just hit this grand slam and like, it was really dope. And you just walked off the field as if you popped out to short. And I was like, dude, like get excited, man. You just hit it. was freaking awesome. So I'll leave it to you guys. What's That's my favorite memory of you. I have a lot of good memories of you, but what, what's your favorite memory of, of being a fly so far? Well, mine is, you know, this was what Mike, when we, Oh wait, no, that's not true. Because by that point we hadn't won that the championship, right? When I was at your house. When was this? When we recorded the flight line? Yeah. Uh, I think that was pre-championship. That's what I thought, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, maybe it was post-championship. Because, yeah, the first time around you shared the championship. Well, that was July of 19. So it would have been pre-championship. It would have been pre, yeah. Yeah. So then that's – sorry, Michael. This (laughs) makes my job easier. But for me, it's easy that, you know, winning the the championship was pretty cool for the – so I know you weren't on the on the team, but for the summer league, I uh, I, I think I was just going to say that you guys won the championship. That's uh, that's my favorite part. <laughs> and I always go to like, you know, and that championship that was for everybody. Like for for like, I think I think we finished seven and three. Um, but I, I see the fly. I don't see the flies in like a Monday Thursday split. I see it as a core of everybody so that's why after we did win the championship i was pretty adamant on saying like this this was even if like you weren't there that night like those people are a part of it you know i think like nick and, and tom and, and whoever else yeah uh, was was solely on the a monday squad for sure but yeah it was some good memories hoping to make some more in the future but every every night i go out and play whether it's for the flies or nwr or if i sub for some random team i just love getting out there it just helps me stay young all right next on the flyby did carol baskin kill her husband <laughs> I, I haven't, I, I, I'm like one of the few, I feel like that hasn't seen it, but from what I hear, Carol definitely fucking did it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I have seen it and Carol is, you know, I'm not going to, not going to, um, ruin it for anyone that hasn't seen it, but Joe exotic, you know, he's gotten whatever's happened to him has happened, but, uh, yeah, Carol's day is coming, man. That. <laughs> Don't let her fool you. She's she's up to some shit, I think, behind the scenes, too. Yeah, I, I agree completely. I mean, uh, I, like that, I'll sometimes just go around my house just saying, Carol Baskin, Carol Baskin. Like, it's just, <laughs> that, that show is ridiculous. And, and for those of you that don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about uh, Tiger King right now. It's kind of the uh, viral hit of the quarantine. It's definitely yeah. worth a watch. I mean, we watched it in a day, actually. I hate to admit that, but like, oh, once, wow. it's like a train wreck, and you just can't look away, and... Uh, yeah. I think it was a weekend, so I mean we well, had a little bit more time, but it was uh, consumed pretty quickly by this household. Um, for what I tell people who haven't seen it that they need to, because 
you just forget about everything going on in the world. It's like mm-hmm. the best distraction because it's like, how do these people live? How? Yeah. And it's I, amazing. I, I didn't even know like exotic tiger trade or exact exotic animal trading existed. I'm like, you know, yeah. I even went online because I was like, oh, like maybe I'll go on Craigslist or something and try to buy like an illegal animal or something and like, see <laughs> what, like what the process is. And like, I can't even get, get there and I, I don't even know how they exist. But yeah, definitely worth a watch. Uh, this question I wanted to ask you too. I'm actually, I'm throwing this one on. I forgot to tell you guys, but I wanted to get your two cents about a Netflix recommendation because I know we're all stuck in quarantine or Hulu, whatever you guys watch. What do, what would you recommend for somebody, a show to jump on um, so we can, that can help pass the time during this quarantine? I, uh, Angela and I just finished up, not just, but like two weeks ago, Maybe a little less finished up Ozark. I know that's, mm. I know that's very popular, but we hadn't at all watched since the beginning, since it started a few years ago. So we binged the first two seasons, um, and then we were like really sad to be to come to the end of the third season because we just wanted more. Uh, it's that good. So since then, I've start I have started. She has not, but I have started Better Call Saul. Oh yeah, nice. I've had a lot of good recommendation, a lot of good um, feedback on it. So I'm starting that, and it's one season, and it's pretty good. Nice. And you watched Breaking Bad? Saw Breaking Bad. Okay. Loved it. Yeah. So it's a. So far, it's shaping up to be a good, not spinoff, because I know it's the prequel to Breaking Bad, but. Right. Um, it's definitely good. Yeah. Yeah, that's with like Chuck and his space blanket, right? Is that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Chuck's yeah. his brother. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Kylie? You know, we actually just, uh, we just finished the first season of a show called Dark. Um, it's sci-fi, so I guess you kind of have to be into that type of genre of show. But it was really intriguing. It's uh, a lot of, like, time travel, um, like, space-time continuum type of stuff. But it's kind of like, it's not, like, super nerdy. It's kind of more of a, like, creepy sort of thriller. Thriller, but kind of like just you get, like, a creepy, like, I guess I'll say thriller thriller type of show so it's it's definitely entertaining nice you said it was yeah. dark yeah dark it's a good yeah. one yeah that's worth checking out for me i mean we try to stick with more comedies but lately we've been getting into more like uh, stuff out of our comfort zone man and like like anything i don't know anytime i watch like a thriller or anything like that i just i'm always like man i just need the office right now to, to have some time. <laughs> yeah um, sure. I'll, I'll definitely check those out um, all right. Next question is about fantasy sports. Cause I know you guys are big into fantasy sports. So between fantasy football, baseball, and basketball, cause I think you guys are into all of those. Um, what is your favorite? Oh man, I could probably do a whole like two hours on this. <laughs> a whole show on just this question. <laughs> no, no. Uh, I guess I don't, I mean, like really like high school and college was like peak fantasy, like crazy, just all year rounds doing the main, the, just the ones that you mentioned, basketball, baseball, football. I feel like I've fallen off a little bit. I think probably right now, I think I like baseball, as crazy as that is to say. I don't think I'm with anyone on that, but I, I really do like it. Um, probably a close second would be basketball. Football is fun because, like, everyone can play. It's more or less just if your best player gets injured for a significant amount of time, <laughs> that's like going to determine your season. But yeah, I'd go baseball, basketball, football. Yeah. So since I don't know what it, what it was, probably <laughs> three years ago, I started boycotting basketball. Uh, 
I was done with it. I, Kylie will tell you, I, my, uh, my Yahoo rankings, like we do, we always play Yahoo for, um, for fantasy. Well, Michael does some other ones, but I do Yahoo for the most part. My trophy case is not, not looking too good. So, uh, <laughs> basketball, for whatever reason, always seemed to piss me off the most. So I stopped about three years ago. I told him, I was like, I'm done with this shit. Like, what do you mean? I'm like, I'm done with basketball. I'm not doing it anymore. And they thought I was kidding. I wasn't. I don't play anymore. Saved a hundred bucks there. But then, yeah, no, I, I would say maybe give football a slight edge because like, you know, like Michael said, like everybody can play it. Gives you like a little more to talk about or whatever. Um, I, we, we've talked, I, I think it personally is all luck football. I mean, um, baseball, I think there's a little more strategy and probably basketball too, but yeah, I give football just a slight edge cause it, you can make like more bets on it and stuff. And, uh, I think it just makes it a little more fun. Yeah, for sure. Football, I slight edge. I, I completely dropped out of the fantasy game just cause I had my heart broken way too many times in football. Cause I, I think it is all luck, man. I can't tell you, I think I lost like two championships on Monday night football because of a defense, you know, making a play at the end of the game with three seconds left, like <laughs> literally happened to me twice. So, but I, I've been thinking about getting back into fantasy football, perhaps we'll, we'll see. Um, but yeah, it's uh, fun to keep, keep into sports in that way. So Kylie, I want to ask you, why do you wear the number zero? I always think when I see you, I think of like Gilbert Arenas or what Russell West Westbrook. I hope that doesn't tarnish why you're wearing the zero, but um, <laughs> why, why do you wear it? Uh, you know, I don't even know when I started wearing it. Um, it honestly very well could have just been the, uh, the baseball league, that uh, Palomino league. I, I think a lot of it stems from, <laughs> from being like the smallest guy in the team, like my entire life especially through high school and then actually having had to give up baseball in high school. Cause I was just, well, no, anyways, I just, I, I wasn't good enough to make it to the next <laughs> stages on the team, but also didn't help that I was like, I, I could barely hold the bats at the time. So, um, I don't know. Zero, I guess is just maybe a reflection of, of all of that, you know, just being the smallest guy on the team. Michael, this isn't just entertainment, it's therapy too. I, I, I had to admit some <laughs> tough things on here, so don't worry about it. <laughs> Serving multiple purposes tonight, therapy right. and entertainment. I like it. Well, that's cool. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, zero, I mean, zero is a cool number. I feel like it's become more popular as a number uh, over the years, um, but it's cool. So, Gerby, I think you answered this before. I think I remember your answer, but I'll, I'll just throw it to both of you. Mellis or Har? I think it's been pretty clear that we've been, you know, having two nights, Mondays and Thursdays, um, you know, in a perfect world, we would have started in uh, a couple of weeks at both of those parks, but the plan in the immediate future is to stick at both of those parks. So uh, where do you prefer to play? Pros and cons of both? What do you think? Yeah, yeah. when I was on before, uh, I mentioned they definitely have pros and cons. I would never want to do away with one and be stuck with just one for the rest of my softball career. But um, I, I give Mellis uh, a slight edge, I think, you know, for probably the obvious reasons to people, it's just uh, looks a little more professional, professional, you know, the lines are nicely made up and you're not going to cut yourself going down a second or, or fall into the, to the dirt or the turf and the fence, obviously. I, I just think it's uh, just a better situation. I mean, I guess I'll just say I pretty much like softball anywhere. I'll play wherever. <laughs> Yeah, I think I probably have to go with Mellis mainly just because I, I like the consistency of like the playing field. So you play on, you know, field 
one through whatever, and it's it's all basically the same outside of that one field that has the ridiculously short fence, mm-hmm. but um, which does like really actually complicate things. But yeah, you know, I don't know. I guess it. I don't even know how to say it. It's har and har. Har, yeah. Or whatever you want to say. Har. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and har, I guess just you know you play at a different field. There's kind of little intricacies about the field, which I guess at the same time kind of makes that somewhat similar. I mean, professionals deal with that too. You know, little intricacies in in each of the you know home fields and whatnot. So yeah, I don't know. I guess I'd still just go with Mellis. Nice. Yeah, I enjoy both parks. I think, like you guys said, pros and cons to both um started over at horror and you know coming close to that that championship it's gonna be tough to not kicked off off but picked off off that sounds funny <laughs> i'll add that later uh, so let's talk about you know predictions for a start date for a season you know we're not sure if it's going to be a summer and a fall season maybe it's going to be a combined one season for 2020 uh, but what do you guys think based on what you're hearing what your gut's telling you when do you think opening day is going to be this year? I think, Mike, you called it – not called it because we don't know, but I think your prediction, uh, hearing you talk through what you think, you know, hopefully July 1st, you know, if it's mid-July, that would be – that'd be great. I mean, at that point, we have almost a month left. Um, just uh, just to get out there a little bit, even if it's in the interim, just BP or something. Yeah, but, uh, I was actually going to say that, you know, before long, we're going to have to organize some secret BPs because I know we're all going crazy. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't know the uh, – I know parks are technically closed, but we got to see what the, the orders are for May just to see because, man, I, I know we're all going stir crazy seeing what we can get away with in, in, the, month of, in the month of May. Uh, but what about you, Kylie? When do you think we're going to get back out there? I don't know, man. I hate to be too pessimistic, but I feel like it's going to be – going to be a while you know i think you know those types of things like recreational activities are are really going to be among the last things that you know people are gonna well one you know that they're gonna like quote allow us to do Mm -hmm. but two also that really people are going to feel comfortable doing again you know i think there's going to still be a lot of anxiety that just even even when things do kind of get back to some semblance of normal so yeah i july i think is is definitely a, a great prediction i you know i think you know even for thinking about things for work for us you know we're we're looking at trying to normalize things in june and i mean that's you know that's for you know just work things obviously and so yeah i don't know i i like july as a prediction too i i hope so just i i'm just going to be happy to play any softball this year to be honest yeah no i totally agree i actually had a thought and not to end the episode on such a pessimistic note but like I had the thought the other day of like, holy crap, we might not play the entire year, you know, and that because I was thinking about Major League Baseball because they're kind of dealing with that now because there's, I mean, the thought of getting 40,000 people together is just ridiculous at this point and anytime, anytime soon. So that's why they're talking about the, the possibility of playing with no fans. Obviously, we're different because, you know, we have like 10 or 15 fans, which is cool, but that's nowhere near 40,000, you know, Um but yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see. And uh, I'll definitely keep everybody posted about any updates from the commissioner uh, from both of our leagues, but hopefully we'll get out there sooner than later. Well, Garvin, Kylie, I just want to thank you guys for being on FlyPod today. It was awesome to catch up with you, even though we're in quarantine. Any last words for the FlyPod nation out there? It's just an honor to be on here with you, Mike. <laughs> it's an honor to have you, man. You the man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I think I said it last time I was on, but... Uh... 
Do you uh, conduct a team, Mike? Like, I'm sure you're going to run your first school, which is probably not far off. You do it <laughs> like a general. Well, guys, I want to thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Fly Pod. We were able to review kind of the status of where we're at in terms of uh, the softball seasons, hoping that we get out in sometime in July or August. Uh, and please be rest assured that I'll keep everyone in the loop regarding what's going on with our team. Uh, was able to have a really great player interview with uh, two of my favorite Michaels, Michael Gerb and Michael Kiley. I want to thank them for coming on the Fly Pod and I look forward to future episodes. I look for one to come out sometime in mid-May. Well, stay safe, stay well, and as always, go fly. We're not falling, we take it back to the days of yes, Charlotte. We're holding on to what's golden. Don't put the on the stage, I'm-